You you yeah. Yo, cut that cut that off, man. Straight hip hop around here, yeah, baby. You know yeah. what it is. Yeah, ain't no white stripes, man. <laughs> is that just, what that was? Just blue and white. See what I'm saying? Is that was that white stripes? Yeah, that was white stripes. Is that your headphones? What? Nah, nah, mine's the second one. one. Oh, okay. I think the knobs are in line, so like. You should be three one. though. No, no, no. But these not these these are just for the headphones. These aren't for the mics. You know. So like the second one. Yeah, yeah. Second of the, Oh, okay. I know so. Whatever. Yeah, it's different. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, that was pretty awful. Turn intro music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that don't got nothing to do with what we do over here. Yeah, I don't even know what was going on there. It's been a minute, man. We ain't been in the studio like three weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah, I feel like that was a Toyota Avalon commercial or something. <laughs> it was probably. Yeah. They were really popular in uh, Who's that? Whatever, the White Stripes. And Is like that who the, that was? Yeah. No, <laughs> you keep saying it like you don't know who the White Stripes are. I don't. I, I mean... To me, uh, Beth listens to the White Stripes. So, so to me, White Stripes, um, the Killers. Oh, I like the Killers though, and like the Shins in that kind of era. Of ah, music. the Shins. The Shins. They, they all kind of um, falling down a shoe. I get them mixed. I know they don't sound the same, but I get them kind of mixed. Yeah, you, you get the type of people that listen to them mixed up. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, you know, it's um. Even though I know what the Shin singer sounds like, because he did that album with um, with the Alchemist. No, with um, uh, uh, Mouse. What what was his? I don't know what you're talking about. He did that album with the MF Doom. Oh, uh, the Danger Doom. Yeah, Danger Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse is the guy. Wait, who's that? Yeah, well, he did that. Uh, the um, the Shin singer. Oh, he was and, he, and he was a part of that project. Not not the Shin. No, no, no. The the Shin singer and the producer for that MF Doom album, uh, the Danger Mouse. Oh, wasn't that that was the album, right? Yeah, that was a great album, by the yeah. way. Yeah, that's a really slept on. Under he no he album. produced that album. That's crazy. And actually. then he produced. Um, well, respect from your boy Sweet Dog. Yeah, yeah, lots you, of respect. You know, I, I'll play a song. I, that'll be um, that it'll it'll be sort. That's of, crazy, man. I really love that. At a time in my life where like uh, I didn't have anything to listen to or like I didn't know where to go next with hip hop. That Danger Doom album, like it just made a lot. Of, like it filled all these voids. It was like nostalgic because it had all this like cool Adult Swim stuff. It had like Space Ghost mm-hmm. and Aquatine Hunger Force. It had yeah. great, it had insane beats. And then it had Doom spitting some crazy verses that like, and then about songs that didn't like, some of his songs just didn't make any sense. You know, he has that one song about trying to ha- like having a hold in your pee while you're in the studio. You know, mm-hmm. that's my man. You know. Uh, so the producer Brian Burton, but his Brian name Burton. it's something like uh, uh, something Mouse, the Danger Mouse, Danger Mouse. I th- I thought it was a uh, uh, yeah Danger Mouse. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Danger Doom. That's Mouse. ill. But what was the name of the album? MF. It's Danger Doom. It's like, Danger Doom. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I, I kept thinking. Anytime was, he does a, a a collaborative. It's with the, yeah. It's just the, both their names together. So it was like a Mad Danger Villainy. Mouse. Yeah. It was Master Master Doom. Him and Master Ace did one. Yeah. Something. Master something. Yeah, that was a good album. He's, no, I, no, you know what? That was called Son of Yvonne. But Danger Mouse is a good producer. That that's a really great album. Yeah, that's a slept on. I, the, I don't know how many songs is on it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Fourteen or something. Thirteen. Yeah. None of them joints are good. I can't think of any songs from the album that I don't like. 
You want to say he kind of he's like uh, he reminds me of Lenny Kravitz. If Lenny Kravitz did not care what people thought of him, you think Lenny Kravitz cares what people think? So oh, that's his whole. Well, that's why he does the Gap commercial and stuff. His whole thing is about it's his whole shtick. He's like the LL Cool J of. Uh, like you know, I mean, the LL is only in it for the love of the ladies. Sex, I'm a sex symbol. Ladies. Yeah, <laughs> lick my dry ass. Lips. Yeah, he's not like Rakim, you know, that or or Chuck D. Yo, guys that really L, and maybe it's because of an era where you had to, but LL could he could spit, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was he got he had he got some bang he got some 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 bangers out there. Some late '80s bangers were like you had to you had to have rhymes to have a song. Yeah, I like Bristol Motel. I like his like. Uh, what is that? Is that like the Bristol? All right, we'll play that one too. But look, we're we're gonna get our break, and uh, I'll do the um, the uh, Broken Bells High Road. That's uh, Rock the Bells. Yeah, that's a good song. No, it's Broken Bells. That's the group that Danger Mouse and the Shins lead singer did. And this was uh, their big song. Oh. So we'll This isn't, yo, if our fans like riot because. Like, yeah. Yo, he playing some Weaver's Way stuff, yo. All right. You're Put, right. No, no, no. Do it, though. No, I'm not. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> I, well, I thought you might because it was. Uh, you know, like, I like stuff. Yeah. Nah, but you're right. I don't, <laughs> don't want to do that because I already had an intro song ready to go. What was the intro? Okay, here, here it go. is. I only pass art and algebra one. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm in class. Yeah, I remember one time I was in class with a bunch of, I was in a ninth grade class, like a ninth grade math class. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be in 11th grade. So one of my friends who I went to middle school with, he walks past, he's like, he's like, yo, he's like, yo, time, yo, what you doing in here? He's like, yo, we went, to, we graduated from middle school together. Why are you still in this class? Yo, yo, this for, this for freshmen. And I was just like, Yo, let me live. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo it's, been, it's been crazy for you, boy. I could have passed classes if I wasn't fighting all the time. If I wasn't suspended. All those concussions. I also got rocked a couple times. With, but dudes were like, I remember when I was going to King, dudes was like hitting dudes with stuff. I got hit with a brick one time. I was like, yo, like, man, if you're not sharp, just don't fight. Why you got to bring all these? Why you got to bring these? We- I, didn't, I didn't know he was bringing weapons to Martin Luther King High School. <laughs> Relax, man. We just was slap boxing. Wait, I didn't go to King, and I knew you were bringing <laughs> weapons to school. How did you go there? That's why you kept getting held back. Because I was naive, yeah. <laughs> I thought dudes were Wait. fighting about honor. They're like, <laughs> I was like, yo, you, yo, you disrespect my girl. Yo, you disrespect my mom. Yo, let's, let's go box it out real quick. Bare knuckle box. Nah, yeah. dudes is jumping me. Yeah. I'm like walking. I'm leaving summer school. It's like, yo, what block you from? I, I don't respond fast enough. Now I'm getting stomped out in front of checkers, you know? Turtle Town. But hey, yeah, Turtle Town. Top of the ball, baby. <laughs> I read my hood, though. I ain't never let nobody disrespect TM. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, yo, being from TM and being like hanging out with people from like Brickyard and Dogtown, when I would go see them dudes that lived up there and like Vernon Road and that part of Sharpneck and stuff, I'd be like, man, it's nice up here. Like, I got the mall down the street. Like, yeah. It's sweet up here. Yeah. Everybody got an Xbox. Like, hey, ain't no Xbox on Hain Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still playing PlayStation 2. Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. Like, got the. Whatever. <laughs> Play it. Uh, what What was that? Uh, Jet Set Radio. That was my game. Uh, what, what was the. Um, shoot. There, there was a game on PlayStation 1 I used to. 
was it uh it had like uh um kimitsu uh metal what are you talking about it was a fighting game um on playstation one it had like uh this metal guy had uh, <laughs> I, I forget blade no metal I, I forget what it's called but i used to play it all the time um uh, Kill, Killer Instinct. Oh yeah. yeah, that what that was on PlayStation One. That's like that. I think that's a Super Nintendo game. No, nah, I was on PlayStation One. That's ill. Yeah, yeah. Killer Instinct. That was that's rare. They make Donkey Kong. Oh really? Yeah, same company. Yeah, that was my that was my game. Yeah, that jumps crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the two dudes, like they didn't. Their Sub Zero and uh, Scorpion was like literally just like a guy, covered, a blue guy who shot ice and a red guy who shot fire. Oh really? I think so. Yeah. I forget. It was so long ago. This is 20, 20 plus years ago. Yeah. Why would you remember that much stuff about that? But yeah, I, I remember getting it. My uh, girlfriend at the time, Liz. It's over twenty years ago. Yeah, that's well it was over. Like ninety six. It was like twenty three. Like it's way before Dreamcast. Oh, Dreamcast was my joint too. Yeah. Yo, shout out to my little sister. I just was talking to her. Was PlayStation One the first one with that had that came on the disc? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the first one with the disc that worked. It was the first good one with this. Oh, but it wasn't like Sega's had. Sega has Sega CD. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a couple. There's a couple other ones. The 3DO. They just never worked. Yeah, the Dreamcast. I I love that game, Crazy Taxi, on there. Yeah, that joint was a banger, man. Yeah, I I love Crazy Taxi. I could play that for hours. Crazy Taxi. Which one would you pick? The uh, the drivers. It was like the white dude with the green. I think the Jamaican guy was there. Yeah, Yeah, it was like a black dude. Yeah, Yeah. it was like white guy, girl. There was some fat Italian. Wasn't there? Maybe or some. It was like a uh, some fat. They don't care where you drop. They don't care where you dropping them off at. So they're like. Yeah, I'm trying to go to KFC, but drop me off in the middle of the ocean real quick. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about, man? Drop me off at the beach. I'm trying to go to KFC. There was a, yeah. That was they one, were that actual one. places in it? There were some. I think that was one of them. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, that was my game, man. Shout out to. Yeah, I think that, that bankrupted Sega, I think. Uh, Dreamcast? Dreamcast. Well, it, it killed their system fund. You know what's crazy? If they would have came out the same year as the PlayStation 1, like if they would have came out two, three years earlier, they would have been... Because mm-hmm. the Dreamcast was better than the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. It's a better system. And it had online features, which no no other system could... Everyone was holding that. out for the Xbox. Yeah, then PlayStation 2 came out and Xbox came out, and it was just like, all right, Dream like Sega, what you got? And they're like, oh, we just put all our chips into this one thing. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah. We, yeah, we got. Dude, it. I remember, I remember when I was a kid, I was because I love video games, you know, a lot, especially when I was a kid. I remember watching commercials and reading magazines about the Xbox coming out, like foaming at the mouth, like, oh my god, look at these, look at these graphics, look, that's a ninja, mm-hmm. you know, just all, I me- and then you know it's crazy because a lot of launch games for systems usually suck. Like, the first games that come out are usually horrible. And I remember it being so, like, I can't wait to play this game. Halo? I, nah, not Halo. Halo was fun, but it was also really hard for, oh, like, I a kid. Halo. It was so difficult. Like, on the hardest difficulty at, for, like, an eight-year-old or something, it was, like... Yeah. It was, like, calculus. It was, like... Well, eight, you shouldn't even have an Xbox. You should have the Dreamcast. I had... Well, my friend had it. Shannon. Shout out to Shannon. He lived up the street. He was, like, two grades ahead of me. He had the... 
He had the Xbox. The, Halo One. Men named Shannon are always the toughest. Was he tough? Nah, his brother was tough. Oh. R.I.P. Yeah, cause I, 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 one time I, Shannon beat me up though. We were I was in like first grade. <laughs> Put yeah. me in a headlock. I was crying. <laughs> yeah, like the the toughest guy I ever lived with. Or like Clarence, Shannon. yeah. Yeah, he uh, went home on a home pass. Someone killed his brother, and he went home. He was from York, Pennsylvania. And he went home on a home pass. Um, came back. The police got him because they think he uh, chopped someone up and threw him in a trash can. Jesus. And like three weeks or four weeks before that, his brother was killed. So we're like, oh, he chopped the dude up. He, God he, he was one of those guys that would rock in the chair, and all he did was lift weights. He was like, he, he's got some trauma. Yeah, man. He he was definitely like messed up. Yeah, like everyone, you you were always like the toughest dudes. Everyone was nice to Shannon. <laughs> he was hey like, man, hey man, you want a piece of my sandwich real quick? Go ahead. <laughs> he was literally like Tyson. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. Did he, you see Tyson's interview with Joe Rogan? Uh-uh. He was on there like two weeks ago. You should check it out. Oh yeah, I'll definitely check that. It's out. fun. I mean, because you remember, you were there for a lot of the yeah. heyday of Mike and like fight parties. I, and yeah, I followed my life. He was the he was like the the biggest thing on the planet for a while. Yeah. In terms of like competitive sports, it was like whatever. Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. Well, what you I were reading about f- video games, I was reading about Tyson. Yeah. Like yeah. I literally, when I saw him fight on yeah. HBO, there were like, no this fi- is when like Hagler and um, Sugar Ray were yeah. fighting, and he had fights before he even fought Trevor Burbick, and I would just be home alone watching boxing. Yeah. And um, my dad's girlfriend at the time had HBO. I was like, yeah, he was just he was something else. There were no heavyweight fighters like him when I, when boxing came around for my era, for those mm-hmm. like those late 90s kids who yeah. like, you know, they start watching boxing when they're 10 in like 2002. There was nobody. Yeah, it's it's there a was shame. Nobody said to Holyfield. Yeah, there's no Bone Crusher Smith or whoever you want. Yeah. Michael. Moore, uh, who was it? Moore. Who was the boxer? One of the. There just wasn't um, nobody. Yeah, Lennox Lewis wasn't fun to watch. Yeah, he was out of shape. It seemed like <laughs> yeah. he was like, "Dog, are you like fifteen pounds overweight? How did you make weight, Lennox?" It's just like, like you. you and then he never. He was like one of those dudes, a sweat heavy dude who I never. I never liked the. You don't have to make weight as a heavyweight. You don't. No. Don't you have to? What do you mean? Nah, it's it's a, uh, it's like uh, it's like two fifteen and up or something. I think it's two oh five. Hmm. I mean, weird. Foreman. But don't like, they don't they, they have a see su- old Foreman? He was like two forty eight. Don't they have a super heavyweight though, or is that just MMA? They, they might have a super. I mean, yeah, they might have like it's like a instead of like the ten pounds of difference, it's like a twenty five or thirty. I thought that's what it was. It goes up really high because Foreman was huge. He was huge. Yeah. At the end there, like there was like uh, the the Bean guy who was Butter Bean, but they but. With boxing, you can get allowances where, like, you you can fight a dude who doesn't, uh, who you're not in the same weight class with, you know? Yeah, but you can't fight in a weight class if you're over that weight limit. Like, Butterbean couldn't fight in light heavyweight. Yeah, true. But a light heavyweight could, could go up, up to up fight heavyweight. Him. Um, he so, was, he's a special talent, too, right there. Who? 
Butterbean. <laughs> you just put him up against some dope that doesn't know how to fight. And maybe he just punches so hard it doesn't matter. But he was so fat. <laughs> great weight, dope. <laughs> He's like 300 pounds. He's got skin tags under his arms. Like, That's a great athlete. Just knocking dudes out. Yeah, but Mike. T- back to Mike Tyson, though. Uh, even though this has nothing to do with anything that we ever talk about. There is something like... I think he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. I mm-hmm. think he's the greatest heavyweight champion of all time because I've never seen someone so, like, uncontrollably powerful. Like, mm-hmm. he's probably the type of dude who doesn't know how strong he was and also extremely accurate. You know, as, oh, yeah. a, as a dude who watches boxing, some of these punches like Deontay Wilder, I'll watch him and I'll be like, that guy, he doesn't know where he's throwing these punches mm-hmm. at. He's just letting them loose. He's getting better. You can see his growth mm-hmm. from like fight fifteen to fight twenty five, but he's not. He doesn't know. He doesn't have pinpoint accuracy, and that's why he's not as. Uh, that's why he can go against that guy like Tyson Fury, and like Fury can last all those rounds because he'll just he'll just make himself hard enough mm-hmm. to knock out. Like he'll like you'll have to work right, and he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to put it right on somebody. Mm-hmm. But if he does learn how to do that and he stops punching like he's a, a newborn deer, he might get more love from me. Mm-hmm. But Tyson, like, it'd be like the tiniest window. And then he'll slide a hook in there and that guy's asleep. It's like, what did he just do? Yeah, his defense, everything. Yeah. Head What's movement. <laughs> he inspired a whole era of boxers who thought that they have really great, like... <laughs> Everybody that was like, what, like when I was in high school boxing at the Hollow, and we're all watching stuff on YouTube or whatever and tapes, and like everyone who like thought that they was Tyson swore they had head movement, and they would get in the ring with them and just jab them up, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't got you don't got it, bro. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, that, that's what uh, that's my man. Whenever people say, uh, like, oh man. They're lucky. Like my comeback, like, oh no, the Eagles were lucky last year. I was like, no. Buster Douglas was lucky. Yeah, that's yeah. If 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 he got hit three seconds before that, the count would have went to ten. But yeah. the the round, the end of the round, stopped the count. Yeah. So he was blessed to win that fight, though. On so many like, didn't his mom pass? Yeah, that's why he... Like a couple days, like during his training or, or something. two weeks or something before Right that. before the fight. And he was like... He was like stressed out. Everyone's telling him, tell him he's going to get knocked out. But he, what they say is like the the reason why he was because his mom died. His mom's like win the fight. But he got knocked out and then he got up and Tyson just wasn't the same after he got up. Yeah. And he wasn't being trained properly. Um, you know, th- his corner was just like, you know, his corner was probably just doing all kinds of coke and all kinds of wacky stuff that we yeah. having fun. And like Tyson's going to take care of this dude. Didn't yeah. Like, oh, this is a, this is an easy one. No discipline. Yeah. And, um, you know, but, he was uh, really uncontrollable for a period, though. Tyson, it's like that was part of what made him so great as like, yeah. Well, when Gus died, Robin and yeah. Robin and her mom. I had him in a headlock and <laughs> didn't know. Didn't know what. what so that, that didn't help. He, uh, you know, he wasn't, uh, he was still emotionally a kid. Yeah. I bet, uh, was it Gus, Gus D'Amato? It's probably like, that dude was like a, like the guy who shook, 
he, he was like a genius, right? But mm-hmm. like he only could tell it to one more dude, and then it just happened to show it to the right guy. Like whoever taught Phil Jackson the triangle, mm-hmm. or whatever, or showed him like I think it was called something else before it was a triangle. It was like mm-hmm. the wheel or something they called it. Like show it to this one guy, and it just so happens that this dude is totally understands what you're talking about. Yeah, and could do whatever, do everything you. Those young, those Except like for the Knicks, he couldn't yeah. quite make it work. Yeah. Those young videos of uh, Tyson where he's like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. That's like some of the scariest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Just, like, just so powerful and just like, man, I can't wait till James is old enough to train. I'm not going to let him get punched in the head for a minute, but mm-hmm. I can show him how to be sharp. How you been doing down at the Hollow? Uh, good, good. We didn't go this week. It's been We're really, going tomorrow. It's been really cold. Yeah, it's been cold and it, I wasn't sure. It got icy the other day. Yeah, it's brick outside, man. Yeah, it's been a little, been a little weird. Yeah, Yo, your kids had school all week. Yeah, 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 half days and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's been half day central out here. Well, look, let's go to break real quick. Yeah, let's play. Then some we'll tricks. come back and and, and I'll uh, stop talking so much. Talk about some talk about some stuff other than uh, Tyson yeah. and that kind of stuff. I get so excited to talk about Tyson. <laughs> Yeah. This is for the show, February 16th. Beat it. Action Bronson, Mayhem, Lauren. And Anton's. One of Anton's favorites, Rock Marciano. Sweet dogs. Sweet. I got, yeah, I yeah. got a new instrumental for us. Yeah, man. This is one of my. You got a whole bunch of instrumentals, by the way. Yeah. You just really love uh, that joint. Yeah, the Similac. This, this uh, one's good. I like. What is this? I, uh, Donny Hathaway. I, I was um, okay. Oh. I was talking oh, about uh, a week or two ago when uh, you weren't here and I was doing the show by myself. I was going through kinds of music, and uh, um, I start, I was playing Donny Hathaway and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I was like, man, because this is like, you know, you know when. Um, we were just talking about jazz, yeah, and stuff like that. Um, I'm not a huge like uh, jazz fan. Um, I love like, jazz, man. But this is like, this is like my jazz right here, kind of like this is. Uh, you can find more stuff like this, by the way. You could, yeah, I have tons of I, like I like like Samandi, I like lettuce, like I like a lot of uh, groups like instruments. Oh, I don't know what those. What's lettuce? What is that? Um, lettuce is uh. Lettuce is they're they're, they're like a, a modern a more a modern. Um... Wait, what's the name of this song, real quick again? Uh, it's, really like uh, Donny Hathaway, Valdez in the country. But um, you know Donny Hathaway, like uh, Stevie Wonder, Curtis Mayfield, and those guys used to call Donny Hathaway. I up love Curtis Mayfield Jr. and uh, play Ooh, music over Mayfield. the phone to him. <laughs> and be like, how's this sound? <laughs> and like Donny Hathaway kept looking for a singer, and those guys are like, dude, just you can sing, just do it, you know. But uh, he composes, he wrote his own music. Like he wrote, he could play every instrument. Yeah, like man. he could play it's my style. I love dudes like that, like Bob James. Yeah, like he could do everything. He could play the drums, the piano. Like he's playing the piano on this. Um, 
and he was just like a real thorough musician. But I yeah. can't believe they would call him and be like, "Hey, man, what you think about this?" Yeah, yeah, like they would play music to him over the phone. He's like, "I don't know, you off key." <laughs> like, how you can how can you tell that over the phone? Yeah, how can you give me all this information off the over the phone? Well, I mean, I think it was just like musicians, like yeah. just hanging out, like musicians that and, being musicians, man. But um, weird crowd. You know, he had a lot of mental issues. Um, he he struggled with uh, uh, um, some mental issues and, and addiction issues and that yeah. kind of stuff. And eventually, uh, in 1979, killed himself. Um, R.I.P. But he was working with the uh, Boston Orchestra. He was he was composing. Like this, this is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And Do you uh, have more of this, by the way, on here. Yeah, yeah. I, like uh, everything is everything is his first album. Um, Should play more of this in the background, you know. Like, oh, this well, is, he has a lot of singing songs too. Uh, so uh, he has an album with Roberta Flack. You know, a closer I get to you, that's Donny hmm. Hathaway. Um, you know who I like? I was listening to the other day, uh, Dion Warwick. You remember her? Oh yeah, she looks like Tiana Taylor. So I was like, who? I was like, I know this old lady. I was like, I know this old broad, but let me go check her out. She's got a bunch of cool stuff. Yes. Yeah, I've been all into uh, Bob James and uh, Coltrane recently, which is like Bob James is more in the avenue of this, you know, because he's a composer. Like, he doesn't just play one instrument. He plays a bunch of stuff. But he's like a composer, you know. A lot of his stuff is instrumental, instrumentals, and it reminds me of. I wouldn't say easy listening. It's like a different type of jazz. Yeah. Where it's like. So th- this really is, intricate for some reason, I feel like. This is Lettuce right here. And this album came out, uh, Crush, in 2015. So they're pretty, but, but they're all musicians, and they're really tight. I think they're from, like, the New England area. Uh, only good thing they ever come out of that area. Yeah, but they, um, you know, this is kind of like what musicians... Uh, uh, you know, a couple guys that play instruments and stuff put me onto these guys. That's it. Um, Lettuce. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I've always like, you know, a lot of old, older, well, old to me back then, they were probably like 45, 50. Yeah. You know, uh, black men when that were kind of looking after us. Yeah. <clears throat> I was really into like, um, what they were listening to. Yeah. Sometimes. Not like, um, you know, like you knew about Marvin Gaye and the Isley Brothers and all that. Luther Vandross. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. And, and they were like, I liked Marvin Gaye. Luther, I wasn't, he was okay. Um, yeah, he's got some hits. But he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Barry like, White. Yeah. But then when, uh, like when they would play, um, be in the office or something and they would uh, be playing music it was usually like the one guy Joseph would play like Donny Hathaway um, like Extensions of a Man that was the second album and, and that kind of stuff I was like oh wow and then he's the one like the stuff I was telling you he's the one that told me about that stuff I'm about, gonna tell you like a brother told me <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know about like his influence on um on music and almost all his music it's like um the advancement of black people 
You know what I mean? Like his music very oriented. Um, you know what's funny? Uh, my man Bob James is like some old white dude. <laughs> yeah, and like that's like a meme. He's like a meme. No, no, you're thinking of Bobby Caldwell. Oh. That guy is a meme. He's also white, but makes very black music. <laughs> okay. But Bob James is making yeah. all this stuff as a composer. He was just trying. He was just coming up with ideas and trying them. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being sampled by some of the... There's like really important rap songs this dude's a part of. And that's the thing about that, you know, these eras of music that has hip-hop heads. Like... It takes a while for you to appreciate, you know, because when I was a kid in the car with my grandmother listening to Quiet Storm, mm-hmm. you know, I bet, man, turn this BS. I don't want to hear this, man. Turn to Power 99. They playing Junior Mafia. And then it's like, well, where do you think Junior Mafia got these samples from? I mean, where you, where you think? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had to do some work to come up with this stuff, man. I guess it's just a overall. Pre- is that criminal? Is that uh, BDP? No. Oh, I need glasses. These are, uh... Oh, your boy? Everything is everything. That's a uh, Capadonna song. Everything is everything. Well, that's Reality, like, I keep my mind on everything. It was like the grading back then. Hey, what's going on? Everything is everything. You know what I mean? Like, oh. that was just like the... <laughs> yeah, it was like saying, what's up? Oh, that's ill, actually. Yeah. We need to bring that back. <laughs> I can't. Everything is yeah. yeah people, yo, if you, like, say, you walk into Uncle Bobby's and you say that, people are not gonna. They're gonna like. They might call the cops and be like, "Yo, he's in here talking crazy." <laughs> he gave me a dab. He had a razor blade under his tongue. <laughs> no, this is way before that. This is like you know trench coat, sawed off shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are gonna get real. Yo, I heard people out here getting jacked for their coats. And some dude on my Facebook was like, "Man, I, I've been waiting for this." For so many years, the '90s are coming back. He's like, he's like, the '90s are coming back. He's like, I, he's like, I got a pair of NBA jeans. Yeah. What did he say? He said something funnier than that. I forget. He said, he's like, everybody about to start getting got though. And I'm here, yeah. you know. Yeah, Dante said you could rob someone with water today. Just walk around with a <laughs> thing and be like, I'm gonna dump this on you unless you give me your wallet. I got a bucket of cold, a bucket of cold water. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Dante. Ain't he supposed to call in today? Yeah, but I tried uh, calling him earlier. He's a and clown, he man. He's sleep. He got yeah. the, he's like Bossum. He's got the baby on his chest. Uh, he just ate a bag of plain hers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watching NBA TV he got, with the volume he got, low. He got beat. He got some real beat weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, every time I come by weed for you, man, it's getting worse and worse, bro. You the only... <laughs> You're the only person that walked down this street to meet me halfway, so. <laughs> no one's out here in five-degree weather. One time I smoked weed with Dante at his homie's house who had the studio. I forget what street that is. It's right at the top of his block, though. Mm-hmm. What's that cross street at the top of his block? I forget. Brainheart Wakefield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where uh, Millie's is? Yeah, is that the corner store? Nah, nah, but Millie's is like the uh, the sugar stick of the east side. Yeah, so we're at we're at we're at his homie's crib. These dudes about to make a rap song. We just smoked a chocolate Dutch with some Reggie in it. My head is spinning. It hurts. My head hurts. I'm not high. My head just hurts. And these dudes are making a rap song, and it is so bad. (laughs) And Uh And I got a I got a ski mask that when I pull it down, it makes me look like a lumberjack. Uh huh. And I remember I left it, and I was like, 
Man, I just got a headache and I lost my hat. I'm never going back to. I was like, I'm not going back to Brickyard for like two months. I was so upset, man. I was all the way down there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was at the top of his. Yeah, I thought, I thought the Brickyard Brickyard was like Brickyard more past starts Seymour. at Nah. Brickyard starts at Penn Street. Oh, it does okay. Or like the block below. Okay, whatever. So yeah, so I guess more the bottom is. Yeah, the bottom up until Worcester is like the heart of the yard. Mm-hmm. And then I think once you get past Wayne Junction, that's nice town. Yeah. Right? But the other side of uh, Germantown Ave, that's not the yard. So, like, Wayne Ave is just Wayne Ave. Wayne yeah. Ave and Hainsbury. That's just his own thing. You know, different types of idiots over there. Still my boys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still love those dudes. And their basketball courts are not as nice. So those dudes don't know how to play ball. They'll just be, they just well, trying to fight. There's some good dudes at the. Man, when I was going to, man, when I was a young boy, that court was notorious for broken glass, uh, Chinese uh, platters just on the court. Like no, was, I'm saying was, inside, inside. Oh, inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, everybody not playing in the league, man. Ain't it, everybody don't got that $75 <laughs> for that league. You know what I mean? You got to meet dudes up there. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying inside there's some nice players. Yeah, yeah, there's some nice dudes in there. Shout out to Uptown, man. I love Uptown. Shout out to Worcester Street. That place is bananas. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to the Dollar General. <laughs> shout out to Worcester Playground man. right there. You go up the block. Man, shout out to the that one part of the block where, like, none of the street lights work. It's <laughs> just like, man, so, this sometime, ain't good. Sometimes I, I love Mannheim Street. But sometimes, like, man, I'm glad I made it out alive. Yeah. It was just crazy around. It was like, you just getting frustrated with teenagers who aren't making any money selling drugs. <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, co- everyone's loud. Everyone's, like, upset at each other sometimes for no reason. It's or like that corner's just loud. No matter what you're talking Because ta- that's the main corner right there. But you're you're talking about... If you're just talking about Donnie Hathaway, it's loud. Like, they're talking. They're yelling. Like, like everything they talk about in that area it's, it's just you can hear everything you hear too much yeah yeah like like if you're talking about it even at germantown and bringhurst for some <laughs> reason like they're talking about donnie hathaway there and it's just like yeah yeah you know blah, blah. but there it's like it sounds like it's a fight like it's a fight yeah, but everything they're just talking cons- about yeah. <laughs> everything at germantown and worcester sound germantown and manheim germantown it sounds concerning yeah but they're just having a regular conversation i'm like Beth. Get the kids in the room. Go, go, lock everything up. I go outside, and they're just talking about. Um, <laughs> they're you talk, know, they're they, talking about Charles Barkley getting traded to the Suns. <laughs> the Independence Day movie. I'm like, wait, this is. They're really having fun. They're out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Except, but it, it's coming out with an angry tone. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what that is about that. Yeah. Yo, man, I, shout I saw out to a woman him. pull out a, a knife on a pregnant woman on Mannheim, and she's out. like, "Your face ain't pregnant." <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, come here. Yeah, you think I won't stab you in your stomach? Like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, I'll kill you and that baby. Yeah, You're like, like, I feel, I don't want to call the cat, but I feel like I should. I don't know what to you do. Probably, yeah, you don't want to be a part of the problem, but you yeah. don't want to be a part of the problem by not yeah. <laughs> being a part of the community. Yo, I was trying to get on the bus earlier. I got off the train. I was coming from South Philly. I got off the train at Broad Nolony, and, you know, 18 and 26 going to the northeast or whatever. I'm trying to get on one of those buses. doesn't matter. <clears throat> There's a 26 going to front Nolony, and he pulled off the curb, but it's so much traffic that he can't go anywhere. It's also a red light. 
So I run over to this door and I'm like, I'm like, yo, open up. And he looks at me like he's pissed off. He's like, I'm away from the curb. And I'm like, where? I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> like, the, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, what you gonna do, bro? Like, it's no, you can't. It's not like you're about to pull off. You're mm-hmm. in traffic. <laughs> it's like 20 cars in front of him. I'm like, you're so mad at me about your job. You know, you you don't want to open up the door because it's that cold. Yeah, you gotta treat me like I. I like, bro, just open the door. And then he opened up. I opened up the door. He opened up the door, uh, and I step in. And he's like, man, I'm away from. It's a sign right there. It's a sign right there. And I was like. I was like, yo, thanks, man. I went and sat down. Other people started cursing him out because, you know, it's 12 degrees outside. Yeah. But I just, I don't know why. It's, a, it's just really funny. <laughs> it's really stupid. Yeah, that's a, well, like, the, when I used to ride the bus, sometimes they say something. I'm like, man, you get paid the same rate no matter what. Like, what are you crying about? <laughs> yeah, why do you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Relax, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm short 50 cents. Yeah. I put my $2 in there. So now you have to let me ride. Well, no, it's just like, what do you get? Like, whether you're stuck in a traffic jam or going 38 miles an hour, your hourly rate's the same. Yeah. There's no... Nothing's going to change. You know, oh, great. Like, I get mad in traffic because my hourly rate's not the same. I'm not getting paid. You're not getting paid to to sit sit in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... like, I'd almost be excited if I I got got to just put the... I got lumber in my truck. I got a beer. I'm supposed to be done by 4 (laughs) o'clock. It's one (laughs) thirty. If I got to sit at an intersection... Oh, and get paid? Yo, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I'd be like, man, you guys... You guys... (laughs) I... Say like you guys, you know I'll give transfers if you guys just want to get on the subway. You know <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, let's keep it moving. You know what I mean. But we're gonna have a chill time <laughs> on here if you want to stay on. You put on your boombox. You start playing. <laughs> <laughs> the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, because in reality, when you're like in traffic as a dude who works a regular, I guess not a regular job, but like where your time is your money. You know, it's like man, I you start like hating yourself like. Man, I should have ate that soup while I was driving. Why I sit down for five minutes? Like, I, I know traffic bad. I know Burns is the worst place. It has the worst mm-hmm. intersection. You know? Yeah. What, like, what's that intersection below, right in front of, like, two blocks away from the Children's Hospital where you're trying to make that, that left? What, thir- the, 33rd Street? No, no, no. Burns, the dump in, uh, on Rising Sun. Oh, oh, Christopher, St. Christopher's. Yeah, that, American like, t- Street. Yeah, that one turn you make, you're trying to make a left, and it's like you can never. Yeah, it's like takes you like 20 minutes. It's like the worst. Yeah, it's the. Uh, um, I hate it down there. That area is the worst. That man. area is the worst Driving. for traffic. It's like, they, that's where you see every race and culture. Yeah, just gets ignorant in there. It's like white women spanish women asians black white it doesn't matter what you are yeah. that just brings out the craziest like yeah. because that street hunting park in that area <laughs> it's like if someone makes a left turn then and people are stuck in that lane then they're all trying to cut over into the right lane i already know not to get in the left lane <laughs> either heading towards hunting park or if yeah. you're heading towards uh uh, uh frankfurt ave yeah you know no matter what you just stay in the non-turning lane but then people just start flying. Then they get mad. Like when someone has their turn signal on and is turning, they still get mad yeah. that they're in the turn. And then they try it's to like, cut man. you off. And it's just like you guys abandoned. are bumming. Yeah, it's like you guys are bumming me out right now. <laughs> like, like it's not that. This is why I never want to come down this way. <laughs> yeah, and then you got the school 
So yeah. th- then you got Roberto people, Clemente right there. They double park, and then Yo. they double park next to the double park, Yo. and both lanes First are of blocked. All, your kid is 12 years old. He mm. can meet you at the corner. Yeah. You know, they can meet you. I mean. You should be dropping them off in the middle of a street anyway. Yeah, That's not like. You know, like, like they're like, go ahead, cross. Like like the parents from their car will protect yeah, yeah. them. In their pajama like, pants. Like, no, like, like <laughs> the, then the, the mom's waving her hand out the car on uh, oncoming traffic. Like, stop, my kid's getting out. Like, man, they, I don't care about your son. Yeah, <laughs> I'm they, late for they work. the same attitude as you. Like, I'm really important. And yeah. nothing's more important than me nothing's right now. more important than my, my 14-year-old son, who can be catching a bus by himself. Yeah. I'm late for work. If I'm late again, I'm getting fired. I'm hitting your son. <laughs> <laughs> and people get mad that she's doing that. So it's yeah. just this whole, like, yeah. and then she's mad. They're like, oh, well, I know you saw me. I know yeah. you, saw- you saw You saw me waving off. <laughs> Stop it. Stop acting like that. Yo, while we're on pet peeves real quick, this is another pet peeve that's been getting on my nerves. At Front and Alney, the Santander right there, and all over places where they have ATMs for the banks, but they don't have a drive-through for the yeah. for the ATM. I'll be honest, with you, I'd never go to Front and Alney. Okay, I'll okay, just be okay. honest with you. But I hate when people double park to use the ATM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gets on my nerves, bro. Especially on uh, on common. It's one thing to yeah. double park. Like if you double park on a one-way street. That's yeah. one thing. But when you're double parking and you have to go into oncoming traffic. Like, you got to, you need to chill out. Like, it's not that. Mm. First of all, learn how to online bank. Yeah. You know? Well, like, I, be I more don't. be more efficient. Don't yeah. be, like, holding up traffic. You holding up time. Mm. Like, now I got to, like, it's just the worst. Yeah. I got to pee. All right. I'll be right back. But, like, this is, like, you know, I'm more, instead of jazz, I'm more, like, instrumental kind of funk. Yeah, but there's a... Kind of stuff where, like, jazz is, like, there's more rhythmic. It's more continuated. There's not someone just going off, doing a random, like, acid trip or whacked out on cocaine kind of, like, and it sounds... It uh, depends, man. Like, even with, like, Coltrane, like... Yeah, it just I, it really depends on the album. Yeah, because sometimes sometimes they'll have the more mellow, like easy listening stuff that you think of, what you think of jazz. Yeah, and then sometimes they'll have the funkier, more like rhythmic and like it just depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but I, I think like uh, funk has a little more, or like half the way, it's a little more, um, a little more soul in it. It's a little more thought out and processed. I don't think I like freestyle hip hop, but I think freestyle where it's just like all kind of like, hey, whatever, whatever someone's doing. <clears throat> that that's what I think is. Um, who's uh, who's your for favorite, me? Who's your favorite freestyle rapper? You think? Oh, Black Thought. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's up there. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, who, who, like who's had the best? Biggie was a great like freestyler. You know, you know he doesn't, his catalog of freestyles isn't. It's not that. Yeah, Big L. Yeah, Big L will show up to your radio station and just like yeah, flame dudes. Young but, Young Eminem was really good, but Black Thought's been doing it. Black Thought's been doing it for like twenty two years. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, he, his last free like that freestyle that, t- that ten minute flex. Yeah, like you know what I mean. It's crazy. He's but flex is where you go to, like specifically to flex. That's where you go when, like you know, you got some, yeah, some heat. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. Thought, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, li- I love Black Thought, man. I've been listening to a lot of the Roots lately in a, in a way where, like, there was a time where I wasn't ready for the Roots yet, where, like, I didn't really like what they had because I thought it was, like, like something my mom would listen to because mm-hmm. it was her era of music. And then, like, I went back and realized just, like, how great of a band that, that they were. Mm-hmm. Those first couple albums and then the Soul Aquarians era, mm-hmm. things fall apart and, like, the stuff that Questlove did for, well, like... Like, uh, uh, Badu and, and that. Yeah, yeah, Baduism yeah. and then uh, Voodoo Child. Mm-hmm. The, the, what's that, Genuine? That's not Genuine. That's uh, D'Angelo. Oh, D'Angelo. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, these dudes are, like, specifically Questlove. Mm-hmm. He's a, a literal musical genius. Yeah. I love that dude, man. Yo, I went to this barbershop de- down the street from my house, and this guy, he was in the roots when they first started, back when they were in high school. Oh, really? A Kappa? Yeah, his name was uh, Grits, as he said. He said, some light-skinned mm-hmm. dude. He's got this picture of him, Questlove, Black Thought, and like Scott Stokes. You sit around with him? No, it was in, it was in his drawer, I really think. Oh, oh he, was, he was one of the barbers. No, he was in the. He was a rapper back in the day. No, I'm saying one of the. Dudes yeah, he's a barber at the. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. it was some guy. That some was dudes there. like, yo, yeah, I was in the like roots. He pulls out his wallet. Look, I still got. I was in the roots. It's all Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a picture of young Scott Storch. I was like, every picture I've seen of Scott Storch, or every video I've seen in the past five years, he's been overweight, chain smoking Newports, and like wearing like fake aviator, like fake Fendi's, just mm-hmm. like obviously coked up. And this one was this one was like young, he looked young and happy. So was, oh, nice. <laughs> he looked real, like they all were like they were babies when you think about it. Like you know, ninety six or whatever, ninety five. <laughs> They're on tour in Florida for the first you gotta time. Go. Huh? You gotta go back. Who who gotta go back? Like like, uh, like proceed. Older? Proceed came out in ninety four. <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah, like, I was I one year old. Proceed. That's like 1994. Like, uh, um, yeah, do you want more? That's yeah. like 1994. And then, um, Half Life is like 95, 96. Yeah. That's my album, by the way. That John has a, sec- what's that section on there? Or No yeah, Alibi. Section. No Alibi. Section. No Alibi is a banger. Yeah. No Alibi is a banger. That whole album is crazy. Yo, you think we can get Black Thought on the show? But they don't even, they doesn't even sell like 200,000 copies. That was a different, yo, but you got to think about what else was going on in hip hop at that time. And that had to be a part of it, you know, not being from a, the main market that New York was, mm-hmm. but being where all the hip hop fans look like, you know, like that's got to That's got to be a weird time to be a real hip hop act. Yeah, where, where like you're not like if they were from, I don't know North Jersey, or like Brooklyn, they mm-hmm. would have been the biggest thing, solely based off of that city. Well, like when, like when did Gangstar sell five hundred thousand units? I don't know. I've That's never. why I'm, I'm yeah. saying after a period of time, like they took gone like, platinum, but I mean they weren't. But they started off in the wrong market too, right? Then they start off That's like what I'm saying, Premier. They were in the South too, right? Before before Guru joined, Gangstar, the actual band, was like not in the Northeast at like first. Texas or something. Something because well, that's, that's where Prem. That's where he's from. And then yeah. they went to Boston, him and Guru, mm-hmm. and it was just like no one likes. Him. They thought that they were going to like 
yeah, yo, no one likes hip hop here, so we're gonna change the market. We're gonna be the the people to bring hip hop to Boston, mm-hmm. and Boston's like, nope, mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, we don't like that. Take your cassette somewhere else, mm-hmm. and then they went to I don't know what whatever they went to New York, with they like they found their their all. You gotta find your market. Yeah, it's like when we went to Method Man and Red Man, and they were like, Philly has always been. One of my biggest market, like every album I've ever, any mm-hmm. project I've ever put out, Philly has always been right behind my, ho- right behind where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, uh, the roots were, but, maybe the roots were just too Philly to, they were too Philly to everyone not from, you know. Yeah, like, but I mean, even like, like uh, Primo was one of the best producers and even yeah. considered at the time. As one of the best beat But still, like Gangstar wasn't going platinum. The, the 90s were... Like the the marketplace was filled with great, like you got you get like name like who's are the other beat makers from that era that were like also, there's just so many dudes, so many people to name. Yeah, but I, I mean it's like it's hard, man. It's crazy. Uh, who, it's like who was it Timberland or Timberlane? What whatever? In the late nineties, yeah, late nineties. He came like through. those guys were making millions, so millions of copies. Jermaine Dupri. Not, but you. That's early two thousands though, that's yeah. that's two thousand two thousand one. Nelly. Nelly was ninety that baby nursery. That wasn't oh, that mama. was that was ninety nine two thousand. That was like that was like ninety eight, something like that I think. But anyway, I'm, all right. So Swiss Beats, Swiss Beats is different though because Swiss Beats repped the streets. He had the streets behind him. He had all the gangster rap dudes behind him. So that's different. It's not like he. It's not like he was a dude who was making pop songs. He's making street ba- street bangers, you know. Yeah, but he was making but garbage yeah. beats. <laughs> no, but he was making like lots of money or something. I don't yeah, know. like his records were selling. It's not like he was like. But that was with all- like Black Moon and those guys. Like, but that's also the right when hip hop started to become pop. You know, that's right when like people were like, "Oh, you can have the number one artist in the country be a rap." That's like right the late 90s you know 97 98 yeah. 99 you know dmx was like the biggest he's like one of the biggest artists pe- in oh, the yeah. world yeah that was right when it started that's when nelly mm-hmm. and all those like southern yeah. dudes came afterwards and they were just making club songs with like no heart no soul in them right yeah well i mean the number one album of the millennium was jay-z's um uh carter volume two the lifetimes was that the life and times of S. Doc Carter? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. one uh, with um, up in the club. It's all right. Uh, big pimp, big H to the Izzo. Oh, B that's a beggar though. It, yeah. it has the yeah, uh, yeah. Who was that? Um, Pimp C's from UGK. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Big Pimpin. Yeah, Big Pimpin. Well, that that song was more famous for the video than the song, right? With the on the boat, and yeah, stuff. with the boat, they're like, would they go to like the Bahamas or something yeah. for like a week? And they're yeah. just like, every hot girl we know, <laughs> yeah, get them down here now. <laughs> I like, I like uh, UGK though, yeah, they're really, I, I, I mess with Pimp C, he's funny, he's like, man, they were all right, they were like the only ones that I kinda, from the south that you could, but they yeah. were authentic, they were super authentic, they were really cool. I even like that, I like them more than uh, they had a Scarface. Good, and everyone loves Scarface, but for some reason, I, it took me a minute to get in with Scarface. It wasn't until Scarface was really yeah. old when I started to. He started putting out some good songs late in the game. Yeah, but I could never mess with Warren G either or MC8. I like uh, all those West Coast dudes. Yeah, I like yeah. Mac Dre. 
He was all right. Yeah. I don't... A couple of Bay dudes. I always like E40 a little bit. Yeah, E40 would kind of. Sometimes it was like, is he singing? But I, I love. But you know, I, I also love Nori and Cameron uh-huh. and all those and Capadonna. So like, it was like Nate Dog. He kind of drove me nuts a little bit. Why? Because he only had one sound. No, he was like super soft or something. Just something about him was just like. Now, hey, R.I.P. Nate Dog. How did yeah. he die? Who knows? Oh. Think, Yo, but uh, think, back uh, to real quick. Uh, gave me. Oh my god. <laughs> But back to, he heard uh, it here first on G Town Radio. He heard it here first. Yeah, West. That what were we West just on, talking about? Before? West Coast on West Coast. Oh, there's a funny video of uh, Pimp C and Bun B, and he's like, "Listen, man, I got something to tell you, clowns out here, man. Me and this man." He points to Bun B. Like, we ain't never been in no room naked together with no girls. We ain't no freaks <laughs> with family, man. Out here getting to this paper. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> I don't know who pissed him off, but I'm happy they did. Because he just is, like, going off on, like, the underground gay community and hip-hop and just be like, I'm tired of this. You know, if you're gay, be gay. But don't be coming to me with this fake this fake stuff. I don't, pre- I don't respect it. And I'm like, yo, I like, I like this dude. Because he, he wasn't really homophobic. He more was just like, don't be, he's like, be yourself, you know, in a weird uh, way. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I respect it. He's really funny. We ain't no freaks mm-hmm. with fan. That's the that's the model of the show. That's the model so, of so being social gay club. is being freaked. No, no, no. He was saying like R. Kelly was straight, wasn't he? Nah, well, I don't he's think. a man. R.I.P. R. <laughs> Kelly. Oh, is he dead? <laughs> he's he dead kill, to me. He killed, he killed himself. <laughs> he's Did, dead to you me. One of the craziest thing. Me what? and Shane were talking about R. Kelly in '97. Oh, by all his crazy stuff. Yeah, we're like, dude, this. Uh, this is and then when Jay Z did an album, I'm like, what the hell's wrong with yeah. this dude? This dude's a Wasn't that right after the end of Jay Z's Nas beef too? And they did the best of both worlds. I don't know, but I just remember doing it. I kind of like, why I, is he doing the album with this guy? Yeah, I remember me and Shane like driving around, and then like uh, that, that's a different era, though, man. People are still out here listening to Michael Jackson. Yeah, there's a documentary coming out with Michael Jackson where they showed it, and people were so disgusted they had to they like left the. They've left the theaters. They like left it empty because they're like, I can't watch. It's so, so graphic, so gross. Oh, really? Yeah, and people still love. People still love Mike. People still love. This is the thing. I love James Brown. There's you can mm-hmm. Google any story about him. Open, closed fist, beating his wife, beating his kid, being like a horrible dude. Jim you know? Brown. Jim Brown also like any all these all these dudes. It's mm-hmm. like. And you can't just say it's the old world. You can't just say it was the yeah. time they lived in, because there has there has to be accountability, accountability, accountability. No matter yeah. who you are, no matter what era, you have to know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, like Jackie you know? Robinson wasn't hitting his kids. Yeah, he was, or or wife Robert Ken- or whatever. Like people yeah. weren't. It was it wait. Was, well, uh, isn't Robert Kennedy the guy who let that girl drown? No, that was oh, that's Ted. His, his Ted, brother. His brother. Yeah, right yeah. before the moon, right before the moon landing, quote unquote, air quotes. I talked to you about that. Yeah, 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 because I didn't know the story about. Her, yeah, because Nixon her was. Dying. Yeah, but here is one thing about Ted Kennedy. This is a fun episode this week. Not, by the way. not that I, what he did was horrible, but so Ted, little, little Ted Kennedy, the youngest <laughs> yeah. of the Kennedy brothers, right? So, Joe Junior. Right, so he's he's the. Uh, the oldest son, 
the oldest Kennedy son. Right? Groomed. He's going to be president. Right? So Joe Kennedy has hooked up all these things, married the right people, have all these connections. You know, so he's grooming his family to be... To lead the country. To lead the country and to be president. And it was going to be Joe Jr. Well, on this secret mission, something goes wrong with the plane. Um, and the bomb that was supposed to be dropped, like it, it blows up in the plane. So Joe Jr.'s dead. That's crazy. So now John, who's sickly and was a, a sickly kid growing up, you know, Robert, you know, even said that like when a mosquito would uh, bite John Kennedy, the mosquito would get sick and die. <laughs> but like, so he That's wasn't. Really built, he had the accent on the PT one hundred and nine. So he was on like painkillers. Like he was like he's all messed He had up. a really. Um, he wasn't physically well. He's really handsome though. Really handsome. He becomes president. Really charismatic. So uh, uh, Kennedy, Robert, and John are really close. Attorney General. Now they're going through this conservative, um, liberal transition where, like, uh, you know. John Kennedy's like starts out like you know we don't really want to talk about the black issue and that kind of stuff the black issue yeah and then That's like really you funny. know civil rights or whatever yeah. you know they were um, he's like these colors but that, be back then on it, my was ne- it was Negroes yeah. it's like what you know it's, so what, uh, in June so John Kennedy started meeting with black leaders he met with Stokely Carmichael he met with like you know really progressive people yeah and then in June in 1963 he gave a speech. And talked about statistics on what was going on in the black community and the white community and the differences and, and was like really starting to be like, look, there's no reason why kids born Negro, you know, that was the language back then, yeah. should like there shouldn't be a, a, a difference like the, uh, the unemployment and that kind of stuff. So the dialogue really started to change. And Robert really started to change, and they were all like, kind of going through this transformation together. Boom! Kennedy gets killed. Robert picks up the torch, and is like Attorney General. He um, leaves the Johnson administration, and um, Robert Kennedy starts. He becomes senator in New York. Then he starts going on these. Um, he leaves the country for. A while starts going around the world then he starts going around the country and he starts going to places like mississippi um and really going into like the deepest darkest poverty areas in the country and um so he now he's in west virginia where white people are all messed up too and now he's in like Mississippi where black people are all messed yeah, up. Everyone's and he's in Harlem and he's in upstate New York and he's in all these places. And um, he's like, he's the first politician to kind of be like, look, guys. Um, and, and he understood the difference between being black and white. But he's like, look, you know, when I'm in Harlem, I see a lot of the same things as when I'm down here in West Virginia. Yeah. Like, like we gotta come together. Like the 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 plight is the same. It's like we gotta get the people on board with helping helping helping, yeah. helping us out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like we need people to care. And he's um because no matter what 
your color, the color of your skin is or what party you align more with, the the facts remain the same. Is that it, for the for the most? It takes a village, and that mm-hmm. pro- problems can't be fixed overnight. And like the the poorest people in the, in this country, all they all look different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what part of the country you go to. Mm-hmm. You can go to Southern California. You can go to the Northwest. You can go to West Virginia. You can come up to Philadelphia. And they might they might be different shades, they might be different colors, but the the poorest people and the people who need the most help all you know are similar in the same thing is that they 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 need help. It it doesn't matter, you know. So when at Chappaquiddick, when this uh, when um, this woman dies in yeah. his car, Ted Kennedy's drinking. They get, wait, life. but they got into a car accident, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, outside the compound. So he was driving drunk. But I mean, his so his three brothers, one died in a plane crash. One died in the plane blowing up. Yeah. His sister died in a plane crash. His other sister um, was in a permanent mental facility for a lobotomy that went bad. His two brothers were shot yeah. in the head, shot in the head, and died. And within a year of his of Robert Kennedy dying, like he was just drinking a lot. He had a a huge drinking problem, and now he has the weight. Like he's little Ted Kennedy. He's a baby. Like he's he's supposed he's to years away of being like he's just supposed to hold this little Senate seat. Yeah, that all his brothers had. Like, and then lo and behold, wait a second. Everyone else now is dead. My <laughs> older brothers. Dead. Now my older brothers dead. Now my older. He did that three times, and now it's like the Kennedy name is on him. him. And he didn't. He wasn't built. For any responsibility, like yeah, that, at that time. and even if let's say even if he was built for responsibility, there's something that you know. I mean, if you if you lose one sibling, that's traumatic enough. You talk about losing, I don't know, six people, yeah, six older siblings or whatever that like yeah. helped you grow and like you know might have been might have been the only thing helping you. Mm-hmm. Might been the only thing helping you do what you needed to do. You know, yeah, if if. If if uh, Robert and John and his older brother before he died were like the ones helping him figure out what their what their parents wanted him to do and yeah. like his dad had a stroke so his dad wasn't yeah. couldn't communicate so like now he's essentially by himself yeah <laughs> he's essentially by himself and he's like what thir- in his early thirties yeah he doesn't like that's not you can see people out here like they lose a they lose a cousin they lose a, an older brother. And they'll they'll have the rest of their family, but that one tra- that one trauma will like rock mm-hmm. them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, he can't would. let it go. Yeah, and, and whole, what, what this he, guy's whole family died before he was forty. Yeah, and, and what <laughs> he did was wrong. And and I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I, what I, happened? I, I they got want, to a car accident. He like let her drown. He, or something? he left. He left the car and didn't call anyone. Yeah. And di- and didn't help her out because he was drunk. He was fucking. Oh, pardon my language. He was poop faced. Poop. Yeah, he was. You know what I mean? Like he was pickled, but he had a drinking problem after that. Like he didn't like when when uh, John was killed. Like Robert. Like Robert was more stoic. He was more emotionally mature. Yeah, he was he, like he was like he handled it differently. But Ted, um, Ted didn't. You know, and, and he fell on the. Uh, some deep stuff. Fell into drinking when a lot of these guys 
are doing some wacky stuff and they didn't lose anyone. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so the Nixon, like, if, if you read some books about Nixon, like, he was obsessed with the Kennedy family. And, uh, yeah, and was he 10 years after them or whatever? 15 years? When he when he came into office? He, he was like... Four, after the last one died? Well, or six, after 68. He was elected in 68 over Humphrey. Oh, that was that's not that long at all. Yeah, so Humphrey was the last time with these delegates because Kennedy was killed um, after winning the California primary, and then the, uh, Lyndon Johnson didn't run for re-election. And okay. Hubert Humphrey was picked by the delegates. Like, in, he didn't, Humphrey didn't win the primary. Um, when the when the Democratic primary happened, there was those riots in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Um, How many people died in that? Do you know? Do you remember? In the riots? Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't, it was all, it, it, you know, like the, that 68 election is when, like, the Republicans really... Um, they really went after it. Started in in sixty with Goldwater. They're really like we more. wait. There's a guy named Goldwater. Yeah, so he was that's like, a great very, name. He was like the the real conservative, but he was going after that southern. Like they're gonna try to let blacks sit at your counter, and they're, they're like, gonna let these negroes eat your grandmama's pie. And that's when it flipped. That's yeah. when like you know um. Uh, like around that time, like 52 and uh, later, where like the majority of black people that could vote were Republican because it was the party Ooh. of Lincoln. It was. And then they started siding the Republicans and Democrats. Started flipping. Started flipping on. Yeah. Um, Off of semantics and some BS to try and like. Yeah, well, once like, uh, you know, you had. Um, uh, Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson even from Texas uh, start talking about like hey we need to uh, do this this and this it was like wait what yeah. what, what happened what, what are you asking us to do um, no no we need to they're going to steal our jobs they're going to they learn how to read. <laughs> <laughs> they learn how to read and drive cars. Yeah, it's a similar conversation to the wall thing. Yeah, that was used for an excuse not to I have uh, to desegregate. But you also had like uh, like Malcolm X would speak at KKK rally. Like he spoke in front of an audience of the, like clan the members. Klux Klan. Wow, why would he do that? Because he was saying he's like, Look, I don't want to be next to you. Exactly. He's like, stay away from us. He's, Far away. Yeah. Stay here in West Virginia. It's beautiful. Stay. <laughs> That's like, funny. But he would he would say like well, you know keeping keeping the money in our community and keeping our community separate is the only way. Uh, because once we start hanging out with you guys and start like meshing, then you guys are just gonna take everything from us, and we'll have to get everything from you. And everything will just be taken mm-hmm. over, and we'll have to become a part of uh, uh, your society. So he would argue against, um, you know, how integration would hurt the black community because you know you would go, you had a black dentist, a black doctor, yeah. uh, black teachers like Tulsa, and- Oklahoma. What is that town where the Black Wall Street was? 
Uh, I don't know. But he was saying once you go white, then they're just going to take over all the all the, all the shops. He so, might have been right, man. Yeah. It's crazy, man, to think. Like, I talked to my great-grandmother about her growing up, man. She was born in the 30s. Uh-huh. And she's like, she couldn't go through the same front door as people. She couldn't, you know, drink from the same water fountain. Which is weird. Like, that was, like, a big point in all those books I remember growing up. And I never see any public water fountains out there. It's, it's like, after they segregated, they just got rid of them. It was like, white people were like, man, if I can't drink this without some colored lips on it, I might as well just get I'd rather just not drink water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't think it was as hot up here. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it wasn't as hot up here. Yeah, maybe if, like, I lived if I lived in, like, Georgia... It's like every park has water fountains. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't remember other than in schools. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, if you you want to talk about some stuff on a lighter note? Uh, sure. Uh, did you see the trades in the NBA today? No, I did not. The Knicks traded away Porzingis. To who? Dallas. Man, they're getting, they're like, oh, they're we're losing our big white player. <laughs> we like, we're losing our big white player. He's, he's old and his knees are bad. We Wait, need. let's get a young one and his knees are also bad. <laughs> uh, so the, the Sixers. They Porzingis? They traded Porzingis. Well, he hasn't played in over a year. And his knee, he also missed a lot of games the last season, the yeah. last full season he played. So I don't think it means that much. They're just trying to get rid of money. Yeah. You know, salary dump for uh, 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 KD, KD and Kyrie, KD and Ad- and Anthony Davis. So I thought they were also trying to get um, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, well, Kyrie, Kyrie said he something about Kyrie wanting to play with Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler wanting to play in New York, and that was like it was like one of the only play, like one of the few situations where they could meet up because Jimmy Butler couldn't go to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Because they already have like threes, Yo, they're still dragging around Gordon Hayward's dead body, trying mm-hmm. to act like he's still a good NBA player. It's like, you know, he sucks. He sucks. Jalen Brown sucks. You got, you got Jason Tatum, and that's it. You know, but uh, there's an avenue for the Sixers to get Anthony Davis, which if they got Anthony Davis and was were able to keep uh, Joel Embiid. It would probably make the most dominant front court in NBA history. Like it would just put them right at the top. Well, who's gonna be their point guard? So you you try to get Justin Holiday too. You try to make Justin Ho- or or Drew Holiday a part of it because Drew Holiday is a good a good point guard. Yeah, and he locks dudes down. And so like, who are you giving up? You give up Simmons. Yeah. You give up Fultz. You give up any first rounders you have. And then you got to get someone who matches the money. So maybe J.J. Reddick. Maybe. But I'm not sure about that part. You got to give up, like, multiple first I mean, but the thing is, now the price for AD is lower because he demanded a trade. So, uh-huh. like, once, the, once those guys say that they want to leave, the price goes down. Which is why he did that, because he wants to leave faster. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to wait until the last minute. But it would be great to have him and Embiid on the court at the same time. 
don't know. I feel like if we got a point guard and had Ben, I don't know. I don't even. Ben Simmons can't shoot, man. I love him to death. I love I love so many parts will, of this game. Though. I think he will. He's not taking jump shots, though. Like, if he was going to get better at shooting jump shots, he would start to. It's only his. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think. It's his third year in the league. You can't. I don't. It's too early. To you got to start shooting. If you're 6'10", or like if he was like, I don't know, if he was like Derek, Derek Rose's height, he was 6'2", 6'3", and he wasn't shooting, like he was like nervous about his jump shot and he wasn't taking him, I'm like, all right, you know, he might be getting guarded by a guy that's 6'7", but like Ben Simmons is 6'10", he's playing a point, like he can, he can legitimately shoot, he can shoot over John Wall, he can shoot over Kimball Walker, you know, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, I'm trying to think of people that guard him. Why? Why just pull it? You know what I mean, yeah, but I think he will after this off season. I hope so, man. I'm. T- I, I don't know. I, I don't. I like. I like. I love Ben Simmons. I wouldn't split up Ben and Joel. Their, their games don't exactly match yet. Not yet. But I mean, Jimmy it, Butler was a good move, and I I respect it. This point like in the Jimmy season. Butler. Yeah, and, he, and this he's like story a, is from a Boston reporter. What that that story about how um he's not happy and stuff? Nah, he's he's this is the type of town where he should be. Yeah, you know where like people will like get on him and he can get back on the fans and like he can kind of talk. Like Minnesota was soft. Like he's like, man, ain't nobody trying hard around here, and everyone starts like, I don't like that. <laughs> just start crying. Minnesota's just soft. Yeah, it's crazy, though, because they get, like, negative 20 degrees. You would think people would have, like, tough skin, you know? They're not. They're, they're soft skin because they're fat, and they just need <laughs> to sit inside and eat all day because it's cold. They go, like, six months without moving. There's a lay in it. Yeah, and cold, and cold for them is probably below 40 degrees, like, anything below yeah. 55. They're constantly, they shut down school. They're constantly in the heated blankets, laying in lazy boys. Yeah, that's their, for like four months, and they're just watching Netflix. <laughs> <clears throat> they don't do anything. That's why they're so their 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 skin is like pasty, like the um, you know, when Buffalo Bob has them down in the pit. Buffalo Bill, Buffalo Bill. Like it puts the lotion on his skin, <laughs> yeah. or else it gets the hose again. They got the skin like that. It's like real soft and creamy because it hasn't been worked. It's just been kind of. That's a movie that I've never seen, but I know so many things about that movie. They're like veal. Oh like, my god! <laughs> I feel like yeah. Minnesota. They're like veal out Everyone's there. Everyone's soft and tender mm-hmm. like veal. The meat just falls off the bone. Yeah, no one. No, like when they when they don't even talk to each other. Like the family just knows when you go like that. That means uh, go means make a, some popcorn. Put a yeah, little or, bit of butter on it. Light <laughs> salt. And while you're in there, can you get me a sixty? Fill up that sixty-four ounce. Yeah, let me get that the, giant uh, bottle of cherry Hawaiian coke. Punch. Yeah. And just bring it here with the two liter bottle. Or they do that and it means it's blacks in this movie theater. I'm I'm going into the back so they can't pickpocket me. There's no, there's no blacks in the movie theater in Minnesota. It might be. And for, the uh, basketball players, you think they don't go to the movies? I got to pee again. I think they have a theater in their house. Not all of them. You think rich people are going to the movie theater? Man, with- the 15th guy on the roster? <clears throat> huh? Nah. Not everyone. What's that? <clears throat> All right. Well, 
Anton's going to, oh, Sweet Dog's going to the bathroom again. So, yeah, I hope everyone's having a good week. I'm going to put on a, put on a song and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Oh, he doesn't talk a lot. Wait, you gotta turn his mic up. That's not it. Yeah, it says mic's off. It's off. Nah, man, it's on. Wait, say something now. Mic check. Oh, yeah. okay. How did he become four? You just go one, two, three. Because they don't know. It's crazy, right? Yeah, they switch it. Yeah. Also, we got a new board recently. You know? That board's oh, like a couple of weeks. I wasn't sure if you meant a board there or like they fired everyone. <laughs> they got a new board. We got Crown Vic in the building. He just came from Uncle Bobby's. Uh, this thing about... What was, it? what was it the event about today? Palestine? Uh, Palestine, yeah. yeah. There was a report back from uh, uh, a delegation that went with uh, Mark over to Palestine. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but he came back with two blueberry pies and some grapes. So we're really appreciative to all our brothers and sisters. (laughs) He's got like $30 in cherries here. Yeah, man. What are you shopping at Weaver's Way (laughs) Co-op? This looks like a white woman's bag. I'm dead. Yeah. He's got fresh fruit, a bottled water. He's got got gold beets, a Tribe Called Quest Vans, and... (laughs) I've never bought this many pounds of cherries. That's like... My grandmother would smack me if I put that many cherries in the in the well, car. Yeah, the pepper. only time <laughs> the only time I do this is when you're in you're like stealing? in the Poconos. Oh, and, and they have a thing, you and you can grab. Stealing. You put in, uh, uh, you know, eight dollars, for two pounds, and you take like five. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's how you do that. Yeah, I only know how to grab stuff like that when I'm stealing. My wife's like, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like. Whatever. You know what I used to do as a scumbag? I would, uh, when I worked at Macy's, I would go to 7 Eleven, get nachos, and I would open up two bags of nachos and I would pour them into one one of the plastic containers because they wouldn't, they would never be like, oh, you open up two bags of the chips. Well, I think when you do self checkout, you know what I mean? Like, <coughs> and I'll be like, all right, I won't ring up one container of soda right like beth and i went up to this walmart yeah it was a self-checkout we got a whole bunch of stuff yeah and something didn't scan <coughs> i guess y'all want me to have this now yeah and, and, it, and she's like what would you what are, they could have stopped you. i'm like yeah I, I shouldn't have to pay the same amount for doing the work as someone yeah i don't line. yo i hate first you know of all I, mean? I don't i don't work at i don't work here yeah i'm I an amateur and then, yeah, and you know Walmart, I mean? and then now it's like Walmart, all these places. It's like half self checkouts. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to do this, I, y'all would have hired me at Walmart or Target, and I would be a great. I mean, I would be great at this. Yeah. I don't want to. This isn't really my thing. I mean, I just got all. Yeah, I just got off work. I got on Timberlands. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be doing this, man. Yeah, this isn't my. You know, I don't I mean? work here. You want it's, me to do the same job as the people you're paying? It's faster when they do it. You, I don't know what I'm doing. You need to lower your expectations. Boop. Boop. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And Boop. I don't have the time <coughs> to have yeah all these barcodes. 
and yeah. everything going like that. It's my grandma like, uses my great grandmother. Shout out to Sarah. She uses this that opportunity to steal, and she's really good at it. <laughs> she'll come through. She like I don't think she was just trying to steal like Tylenol. She'll steal like a book. She'll steal like uh, like steak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, now we got dinner tonight because you 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 go with them hands. <laughs> well. Yeah, I'm usually there's something. There's something I'm doing where it's either a a club soda or it's the the, the, uh, turkey deli. Yeah. But something's something's going through there because I'm scanning it and there's only like once or twice where I'm going through the nonsense of trying to scan it, scan item in too much weight. Take it out. Take it and out. It's I'm not in the car. It's like, what's yeah. You don't put it on the thing. <laughs> Do you not want to bag this? It's like, yeah. yo, I just scanned this, bro. I, and I, <coughs> why are you making you it hot? In and it, 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 <coughs> I'm sorry, these can of mushrooms or whatever I'm putting in doesn't weigh enough to register. <laughs> but now I gotta wait. Now I gotta sit here. You gotta wait there. And then like it, it was flashing so that she know like the. Yeah. The the seventeen year old girl she knows that she's supposed to come over there, but she's going to act like she doesn't see it until the last minute. Uh, no, no, she, she wanna... knows she needs to get to you. But the, <coughs> the person with eighty items and the fifteen yeah, what's items up with less, that though? That's another is, yo. Is, is, she's taking care. This is more yo. I got another all, pet peeve, and, and yo. They, and they have a ton of hot food, and the hot food doesn't 20, register on the way, and so every time you put something in the way, fifteen items max, yo. Don't come over here uh-huh. with a full cart. <laughs> why you do? Why you want to? Do you want to work here, bro? Yeah, and it's fill our application. Come here on the weekends. Don't come through the self checkout with a hundred and ten items with a full cart. And I, sodas. I, <laughs> I get so mad, yo. I get so mad sometimes. I'll just leave. I'll just leave a supermarket. I right, I'm going to Aldi. Like I don't need to be in this shop right right now. Like y'all killing me. Well, I'll be mad too because it's like I want to have empathy for the handicapped person. <clears throat> but sometimes. <clears throat> They'll think that just because they have that, they're in that wheel thing. Yeah. That they can just go up to that, and then they have a shopping cart with a kid behind it, and they don't, they can't even get out. So now you just hijack the employee that's watching all seven of the self checkouts is now becoming the the dirty on you. You can wheel through a regular line. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like like that's yeah, they not had, a that's handicap. enough space. That's not unless, a handicap. Unless you're four hundred pounds, you can get through. And he, he, like you can get through any of those those places. Yeah, if you're 400 pounds, you should you get your food delivered. You they do, the, you know, it's crazy. They do deliver food yeah. at shop right now. Yeah, there's a certain. And it's not even they don't even charge you if you spend over a cu- couple of dollars. If you spend like more than fifty dollars, they don't. They just drop it off. Yeah, man. I mean, I could look at <coughs> <like> that. <coughs> I've been but shopping if on I'm, Brent. If I'm, if I'm like under fifty and I look like that, like there's just a point where it's like I'm not leaving the house. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. It's not my thyroid. Okay, that's sometimes it's the thyroid. Everyone, yeah, don't yeah, be No, up. everyone. It's a, it's not. Sometimes it's the thyroid. I've seen your shopping cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and now, now you're Every, all you're all up front about it's your the thyroid. No, Ben, it's the thyroids and the Hawaiian punch. No, it's not the thyroid at all. <laughs> it's the th- Hawaiian. Punch. It's the thyroid yeah. and the hot pockets. The reason why you're volunteering it so fast, yeah, like they're in line, like four hundred pounds on their scooter. <coughs> my thyroid is just man. It's not because yeah. now sometimes you're, vi- you're, you're right, sometimes your thyroid really makes you want to eat frosted flakes all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. My, my mom. Was we got we got to go. 
<laughs> you say what you say about your mom? You're always making fun of your mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait for her to like listen to all this. It's like Ben is irrehensible. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it's like because she's fat. We're white trash. She's fat. It's we cool. live in a, we lived in a trailer park. It's it's fun. You know, what I mean? like 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 I come from a, a family where while you're making peanut butter and jelly, you're eating two peanut butter and jelly. Like, like you quick make two <laughs> to make yeah, the sandwiches yeah, yeah, for when you go, you go sit down to eat. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, yeah, like you're yeah, making yeah, a yeah. quick ham and cheese sandwich. It's like, like I'm making that's, that's I'm making dinner. It's, it's only right that I eat a small yeah. point. Like, I need to taste it. So, like, you know, I'm making... I'm making spaghetti. It's only right. It's, I'm making chili. It's only right if I have five spoonfuls over the course of cooking this. So people, <laughs> I need to know what it tastes like, or yeah. like it's not. No, but but you have your your turkey sandwich, and it's all done the way you. You want. already got one. The chips, but you make a real you, quick one. You make a with <laughs> the white bread. Yeah, you, yeah. with no mustard. Chunk of meat. No, it has all that, but it's just quick. And then you're eating it. You're eating it while, while you're, you're making, making the one you want. I'm hungry. With the chips and the potato salad. See, I'm the one where, like, when I'm making a sandwich, I take an extra piece of the deli meat and I just eat that. Like, I do that, like, three times. Yeah, and, and, and then I, someone's like, why are we... Out? My mom's like, why are we out of honey turkey? And I'm like, I don't... I had one sandwich. <laughs> in, our, in our one hand is the I plate I miss Vic laughing food. in the background. <laughs> it's the plate of food. Yeah. And then we got our 64-ounce full of cherry Coke. Then we got the half. Of yeah. the two liter that we dumped in under yeah, our arm, yeah, yeah, there you we know, go. We're, by, we're getting ready. We're not going to move because when Harry met Sally <laughs> is coming on. I know, and, and we're not getting up for the entire movie. Yeah, Benny you know and June. I mean? I'm trying to watch Benny and June. Yeah, yeah. We're, you know what I mean? Or, or fried green tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. You know, we're watching the entire <laughs> thing. I got, tomatoes. I got 128 ounces of beverage. I got two turkey sandwiches. <laughs> I got my potato salad. I got the go. chips. And I got a little Keebler Elves. There we go. Under my right, boom! And now we're set. There we go. We feel good. That God-sized hole we're using food to fill. You know, what yeah, I mean, man. the empty feeling we have. Uh, you know, because we quit drinking and doing drugs, and so now we're using. Now the you food. get to eat. I mean, I will yeah. say that's a maybe. It's not the best alternative, but like if you go from like shooting up heroin to like really loving Hostess cakes, yeah. It's a little bit. Be- <laughs> it's a little bit better for your life, for your lifespan. It is until you're like that. That until your pancreas can stops uh, processing sugar. And you got liver beaties. No, until you're that white family that's like uh, mad at black people for being on welfare, but you yeah, just had two hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars spent on your health care that year. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, these people are living off the. They're taking on living off the state, but I will say, a brother is out here with that access card, and I'm enjoying the sushi from Fresh Grocery and Weaver's Way. You know what I'm saying my mom's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, and, and when I got my stamps early, I wasn't thinking about saving. I was thinking about eating, playing your Hermes. And when you see when you come over my house. For dinner, and I pull out the mussels and the tomato basil sauce. You know what I'm saying? You better, you better think, <laughs> you think yourself. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, they're they're all on welfare. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 my hips getting replaced in a couple weeks. I'll be yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Jacobson said he's gonna. <laughs> I'm like Mom, Doctor you know, Goldman. You know. Normally, you can't walk on your hip for like six weeks, but you know, when you're over 400 pounds, it's like four months. <laughs> like, you gotta chill, you gotta chill. You're gonna be in bed rest. 
She's like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm having it done. I don't need new hip. I just want a reason to just lay in bed for four months. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez, that's not right. That's not Sweet right. Sweet baby mama. Mom. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet baby You like that one? <laughs> like, yeah. I think I'm saying by not saying, by not giving them blessings when I say that. But it's still very funny. What? To say sweet baby Muhammad. Sweet baby Muhammad? Yeah. I'm not on my Back D. On your D. I know that. <laughs> no, that's right. You, you didn't even have to say that. <laughs> you better. Whatever. You better go to the masjid, man. <laughs> I call it the, going to the masjid is going to my barber and just hanging out with him for 40 minutes. <laughs> While he orders a fish platter from some. Some street vendor does push-ups in the back. Mary did her thing on you. <sighs> what? <laughs> she got it. You're she got what? South Philly. What she got? What? You're like the the masjid. Okay. The barber shop. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's my prayer rug is coming to South Philly. No, it's not. It is. Are y'all moving to South Philly? Eventually, yeah, soon. Yeah. South Philly, away from the masjid, away from God, clowning on baby Muhammad. That was happening. Uh, that's uh, not saying anything when they make pork egg rolls. Just like yeah, she's got pork in the fridge. Uh, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Uh, me and Vic, me and Vic, dude. I knew this was gonna happen. You knew what was gonna happen. That they were gonna turn you. They're not gonna turn me on nothing, bro. I'm not eating that pork yeah. chop. They took that. T- you're not eating it. It's just in the freezer sitting there. Is it? It is. Man, the tea. First of all, I stopped eating pork before I took my shahada because it was gross. Mm-hmm. Only takes three years. It was gross, and I always, because the, the smell of chitlins ruined me at my grandma's house. I was like, pork is gross. I'm never eating bacon. You're not going to see your boy eating. You're not, not going to catch I'm me out here. You're getting, but, but they... She's already got you doing the blasphemy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fornication is worse than eating pork, they say. It's, it's, all right. <laughs> I've been attacked on Facebook to know. I've been attacked on the internet enough to know <laughs> that some of the things I'm doing is worse than, <laughs> than not smoking cigarettes. I, you know. Next, your baby's going to Catholic school. Oh. We got to go. All right. No, nah, that's not happening. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's I had my think. aunt watching before. They... <laughs> I, I, having, having this talk right now, I'm telling you.